This is Prisoners of the Moment, bringing you the hottest takes on Mississippi State sports. Real fans, real reactions, real joy, and real disappointment. With Lounge Dog, Jesse Young, and Josh Watson, this is Prisoners of the Moment. All right, everybody. Welcome in to Prisoners of the Moment podcast. I'm Josh Watson. I'm joined, as always, by Jesse Young and Lounge Dog. And we are back again talking Mississippi State sports. Uh, Lounge actually made it back from Vegas. That's not why we were off last week. We just couldn't get all our shit coordinated. We've been having the hell of a time getting organized and figuring out when to do this thing. But we're giving it a shot right now. So I mean... uh, I have a normal schedule. I don't know about y'all. I have a good excuse. Well, yeah, you have a kid. Okay, so not my fault. You have a kid. I have a wife. Lounge is just, I don't know. <laughs> Lounge is just lounging. Lounge has his Twitter spaces or whatever. The, he did the, be doing the, some Whatever Twitter it is spaces. the kids are doing nowadays. I don't know about you old people. Yeah, me too. Right yeah, back same. Yet. Same. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, since we talked last, uh, Bulldog baseball kind of uh, <laughs> up and down, shall we say? Uh, Jesse's making a face. Pretty down. <laughs> Not a whole lot of oh, up. Gosh. <laughs> Look, man, no, like, here's my thing is, and I, I was thinking this the other day. Like, I feel like this team is either on the cusp of getting it and, like, just killing it, you know, because there is so much damn talent on this team. So I feel like they're either on the cusp of getting it and just playing like they're supposed to or collapsing into a complete dumpster fire. I feel like this team uh, has the potential to – talent-wise, do what Ole Miss did last year. Have a mediocre regular season, but make a run late. I think you've got more talent. I'm I'm going to put this out there. I think you've got more talent, more just pure talent on this team than you had in 2021. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Lounge. Uh, You're being awful quiet. Hell, and then we get a word in. Well, I just want to say this before Lounge says his piece, uh, and I know we've talked about this before, but take everything he says about Mississippi State baseball, the five-pound bag of salt. Go ahead, Lounge. Listen, some people say Lounge knows ball. I think you you say that. I think you say that, and you're the only one that says that. But A.K.T.A. Person says that Lounge knows ball. Numerous people are talking about it. But anyways, I would agree to Josh's statement that pound for pound, you got more raw, consider, well, say not what raw talent, but just pure talent on this team. I mean, you got true freshmen that are, they're going to be like top five round, top five round draft picks. 
mean, I mean, you only lost one signee from the signee class, and you brought in like a number, the number two JUCO class or transfer class. So, yeah, I would agree with that statement. So then, to my next point, what the fuck is going on? Listen, why are we eight? Why I, are we eight and five right now? Listen, now, I, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I, I will give you this. They have won, with the exception of the of the Frisco Classic that we played in last weekend. They have won both weekend series that we have been in against VMI and against Arizona State. They won both of them. They beat Southern Miss in Pearl in a. I mean, that was a really good. It was a really good game, actually. Um, dropped one to ULM. Got beat by Ohio State, who is not a good team. Got beat by Oklahoma, who is not a good team. What the hell is up? Like, what's going on? Listen, it's simple. Some teams got a like some new teams. I got a bunch of different players. Usually, you have to work to find a little a rhythm consistency. Some teams have been together longer, in which they usually kind of gel together. And and Lamontis is putting like different pictures and situations to see how they react. It's kind of experimenting with this non-conference schedule a little bit before he throws someone into the fire of SEC play. So, there, in my opinion, there's a, there's a reason for how was some guys are collapsing or some guys are just – he's looking right out there and trying to see what they're made of. He's trying to know what he has. While I agree with that, that's no excuse for all the fielding errors we're having. That is atrocious that we are not even a fundamentally sound baseball team. That's a that's a valid point. And to be honest with you, I mean, Clay Alford's fielding percentage is a batting average right now. They put Mersh on at third last night and uh, we we played airless baseball last night again it comes down to consistency that that's the issue with this team it, it's Jekyll and Hyde you don't know what team you're going to get now I know it was Valpo but Brady Lofton outside that one inning looked fantastic last night yeah he looked really good he's got he's still going to get his walks down but he he's going to be really 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 good and he, I, I would, I would say he he needs to control his emotions just a little more. He he shows his emotions a little too much on the mound. Just that doesn't that doesn't really bother me as long as his emotions don't get the better of him and make him play well, sloppy. Well, when you're showing his emotions, don't. Well, when you're when you're showing your emotions, you're just kind of get you're kind of overcome because how many pitchers do you see get flat out just upset with themselves on the mound? Well, I, I mean, I don't recall. Like consistently, if they miss a pitch or so, so that well, that's different. I mean, I'm I'm saying you know your emotions, letting your showing your emotions. I mean, Landon Sims used to show his emotions on the mound. I mean, he would show yeah, his, like, when he was disgruntled and when he was fired up, and but he never let it get to him either. But he, I mean, he thought like 
Bradley th- threw one bad pitch way off the plate, and he's hitting his glove, but <coughs> neither here nor there. So he he was a good sign. Colby Holcomb looked like he bounced back a little bit last night as well. I think you kind of know what your weekend rotation is. I know apparently Cade has arm soreness. I mean, some of your couple of your best arms are hurt right now. I mean, Nick's Nick's is out for a little bit, not too long. Uh, obviously Pico. So you're you're also using guys that you probably wouldn't necessarily use in those situations, pitching wise. So. That throw that in there with Lamonis trying to experiment a little bit. That's kind of what you get from the pitching staff. I mean, the pitching staff, in my opinion, is way better than what it what it was last year. I feel like your pitching staff before or after the injuries last year. After, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean. But the, most of those injuries happen kind of early in the part of the season. That sounded like Brooks, who kind of was late in the year. But at I mean, that two, point, the two biggest injuries happened before conference play even started. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, but I mean, there's some promise. I mean, Nate Don, Nate Don, or Dom, he's he's a star. He could be a Real people are talking about maybe moving him to the weekend rotation. I'd rather have him in the bullpen until Nixon comes back. So, or he could be a real one of those real good setup guys, like get you two or three innings, maybe. But that's just me. I'm still, I think that. Well, shit! I don't even really want to say that. I I, I don't. Right really, I, don't I was going to say I think that you have more talent in the in the in the the uh, the bullpen and in the rotation than you did last year, but I don't necessarily know that that's true. Um, man, I, I cannot figure out. I have I have racked my brain and really thought about this. I cannot figure out what's going on with our pitching. And it's not just – I'm not just talking about this year. I'm talking about the last few years. You have seen more guys having arm injuries early in mid-season. Early in mid-season. You're seeing just a strange it's, – it's strange. And I don't know if it's Foxall. I don't know if it's Lamonis. I don't know if it's, you know, athletic training. I don't know – it's a combination of that and the inability to be consistent and throw strikes. I mean, we are – I don't know if we are at the very bottom of the country as far as walks, but we're really damn close. We have walked a lot of people this year. I think it's a mixture of – had a had a conversation with a guy. He said Fox was kind of trying what is like trying to use their pitchers to rely on their fastball. But, but most of these guys' best pitches are their off speed stuff. You kind of saw it yesterday with Lofton. 
he couldn't command his fastball, but if you let him go with that breaking ball, that change up and all uh, again, other off speed stuff, he was effective. He was hitting, he was pounding the zone with it. So I think it, I think it might be more of like just pitch selection than anything. So that brings up that brings up something else that uh, I've heard some other folks talk about recently is it's strange that you see a lot of the freshmen or transfers having more success early on than you do the veterans and people who have been in this program a year or two. That worries me. Well, that's I mean that's concerning because you uh, there's it, it should be the other way around. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you something real quick. So right now we have 155 strikeouts and 84 walks. That's not great. Well, you talking about just for like batting? No, I'm talking about our pitching. Our pitchers have thrown 155. They we've had 155 strikeouts and 84 walks. So we have walked 84 batters. We are 13 games into the season, and we've walked 84 batters. That's right around a little over six a game. That is not good. That's your I mean, that's your problem with the pitching is the walks. We're not we're not putting the ball out there. It's not pounding the zone. I mean, and it's putting play, it in it's play to make, make a play and get outs. We're beating ourselves. See <laughs> In these losses, it's usually not just one thing. Yeah, you can have walks, but like I said, an untimely error or a pass ball or well, first off, when I'm for, I hate to say this, but Luke Hancock's a first baseman. Oh, absolutely. We think we 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 decided that last time. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. I mean, even- I, you you've got to have it. I, I feel like you've. I feel like you've got to have him in the lineup, but no, he doesn't. Luke doesn't have any. He's batting three sixty six right now. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He do, he doesn't have any business being behind the plate when you've got yeah. Ross, when you've got Ross Highfield back there as an option. No, I mean it's it's just not. You've got to you've got to play the cards you're dealt and. You've got a pretty good card in Ross Highfield, and I would play him. Yeah. I mean, when there's so many choices, too. I mean, I mean, of course, people are talking about just go ahead and put Mersh on a third and replace Halford. I mean, I, will, I do agree. Halford has been bobbling the ball a little too much for my liking at third. Marshawn has played one game though. People are taking that off of one game. And I get it. I mean Alford Alford has had 16 balls hit his way and he has six errors. Yeah, that's his fielding percentage right now is 740. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Oof. 
Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's not even not fundamentally sound. That's little league shit. Well, but I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go back to this. Yeah. You, I mean, and that is a more than valid point, but to compound that when you are walking two or three people ahead of that error or a good hit that they'll actually get when you walk two or three people ahead of that, that's what's putting these games out of reach for you where you can't win because, you know, we're not really getting blown out. I mean, well, outside of Monroe. Yeah. I mean, that, and that was, I don't, I, I, I don't know what the I don't hell know. that Oklahoma, was. Oklahoma wasn't really even that close. No, I mean, 15 to nine, that's, that's not great. But the majority of these games, you're losing because you walk the bases, you know, you walk the bases full or, or, or get two or three, you know, get two guys on base. And then you have exactly what Jesse's talking about. You have a, an error at third base or you have something else, actually a decent hit or something like that that's untimely or timely for the other team, I guess. And that's what puts you in the hole and you can't dig your way back out. And then it seems like the games where you actually do get your pitching working right, you can't hit the damn ball. You're just up there. You might as well be up there trying to hit a grain of rice. I don't know. I mean, I I mean, have, the, offense, I the, I mean the offense has been pretty consistent the, this year so far. I mean, Ohio State, that was – that was one of those games just like you just couldn't get the two out hit. I mean that that shit's gonna happen from time to time. So I can, I want I wasn't I'm not sweating that the offense at all. FY people freaking out over lane four sites after one weekend. How you feeling now, jackasses? I think he's talking to you, Jesse. I'm talking to anybody. I mean, yes. you're, you're you're batting you're batting three hundred six as a team. So, offense. I mean, it, timely hitting. I could see in some of these games, but it, I I really don't think it's you know I don't think it's your offense that's giving you problems. It's your pitching, no. and it's the fielding. Yes, uh, I I promise you, Cohen would have lost his ever level mind after these past couple of weekends. Guys, out of 295, we are 251 as a team in fielding percentage. Buddy. Buddy. Uh, literally. That is a problem. A major go. problem. Like, the thing is, it's not really – I mean, Lane had a couple, a few errors first couple weekends. I mean, he – wrestling has played pretty clean. He played pretty clean ball. This weekend, if I recall, yeah, I think he did okay. He I, I made a couple, a couple decent plays. I'm about to say, who my kid though? I did, I wasn't able. I spent twenty five dollars and couldn't watch the damn game. I'm glad I didn't spend that twenty five dollars. Me too. I, was, I mean, I'm I mean, right now, in case that. you were wondering where two fifty one lands in uh, fielding percentage, we have twenty three errors through our first thirteen games. Man, yeah, and when you combine that, when you combine that with eighty, what I say, eighty-three walks, 
Yep. That's why you're losing these games. You're walking people and then committing errors, and that leads to runs. And then you have to try to dig yourself out of a hole. And although offensively this team is very capable of putting up runs, when you put yourself behind the eight ball like that, it's it's hard to get out. Especially in a team like Lounge, with a team like Lounge was saying, has not really had a whole lot of time to mesh. You know, I I don't I don't know how much I buy into all that. I mean, not not necessarily just that, but I, I brought it up last time. Everybody always brings up the well, you know, it's early in the season or this or that, and I'm I'm so sick of hearing that crap. It's early in the season for everyone. Everyone's had the same amount of time to do stuff. I'm over it. Um, God, you know. Well, I agree with you, Josh, but I think everybody's. When I say it's early in the season, don't it's not the end all be all. I mean, you look at Ole Miss last year. No, I get, I get what you're saying. I mean, you're they saying were very that, mediocre throughout the throughout the year and got in the tournament and got hot in baseball. I mean, it's you know getting hot at the right time. Yeah, yeah, and that that's fine if you have faith that you're going to come into your conference schedule and handle business by the time yeah. you get there, so that you're not actually scratching and scraping and on the bubble to get into the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, we're we're probably the 13th ranked team in the SEC right now. I yeah. mean, I have no confidence going into this conference schedule as of right now. No. And when you get to that point where you're like gonna, we're I feel like we're the team who's going to just mess up somebody else's season. That's I'm, that's who we are right now. You you've lost you've lost five non-conference games at this point. So with a pretty easy non-conference schedule. Yeah. I mean, we played one ranked game, and that was against the 25th ranked team in the country. Yeah. Who is a good team? Southern Miss is a good team. Arizona State's not terrible. They're not, I mean, they're not bad. But like you said earlier, we lost to a bad Ohio State team, a bad Oklahoma team. I mean, UL Monroe. And I'm I'm going to tell you one or two of those, one or two of those, you know, that's fine, non conference, but five, I mean, that's, you know, those losses start stacking up early like that, and you, find yourself in some real trouble down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, you got to, you got to do something. I mean, some, if I feel like, and I hate to say it this early in the season. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because it's like I said earlier, I don't know whether this team is on the tipping point of getting their shit together and playing to their potential or on the tipping point of just falling off the edge and basically having a repeat of last season. But I feel like this week, Lipscomb that we've got coming up this weekend, they're not going to be a pushover. I mean, they're scrappy. scrappy, Yeah, exactly. They're a scrappy team. And they they are more than capable, especially looking at what we've done so far this season, they're more than capable of coming in here and taking this series. And if they do that, I'm just telling you, Lamonis' seat is going to be heating up pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they'll fire him this year, but the pressure is going to be on to make season adjustments, whether it be in coaching or lineup or something. Something you cannot come off of winning a national championship in 2021, playing like absolute dog shit in 2022, and your in state rival winning the national championship, and then come back in 2023 and lay another egg. You can't do it. No, that's fair. And, I mean, warrant, questions will be warranted. Being totally fair. I Josh, mean, how dare you speak ill 
of the greatest coach in Mississippi State history. Darn right, you shouldn't. Y'all can kiss my ass. Uh, you know, the more the more of these non-conference losses we rack up against these inferior opponents, the harder it's going to be to get in that field of 64 at the end of the year. And the SEC schedule this year for us gives us no favors. No. No, you, you have to switch. Yeah, Kentucky to open up, and then after that, it's nine ranked weekends. Yep. 27 yes. conference games against ranked opponents in a row. It, it, it doesn't get – it just gets much, much harder from here, and we've yeah. got a lot of things to figure out. Yeah, and it's at that point where, like I said, that's the whole reason that I don't like the it's early in the season excuse that people always – not you know, not you, Jesse, necessarily, but – People always give that. Well, you know, early season games, they'll get it. <laughs> just say, just say my name, Josh. Just say my name. <laughs> These damn sunshine pumpers out here. Listen, after 2018, I said I would never freak out early in the season ever again. So, uh, and I normally don't either, Lance. Especially when you know, like, like what was it? 2018, we lost to Texas Southern on a Wednesday night. Well, lost to Pan America. Yeah, I mean, one, two, maybe three of those. We've still got a couple more weeks we lost like non-conference seven. games, and we've already got five losses. We lost, like, we lost like six or seven that year. And, and think about the wins. I mean, you beat a top 25 Southern Miss team. Yeah, yeah, which was a good win for sure. I'm about to say last year couldn't even do that. So, every, everybody's freaking out too much. You, the SEC will give, provide you opportunities. This seems yeah. talented enough to go on a run. Yeah, I mean, the SEC is going to provide you opportunities. So did UL Monroe. Yeah. I mean, just, this team can go on a I mean, run, but if they're, not, if they're blue, not in the postseason, if they're not in the postseason because you – didn't handle your non-conference, and then you get to you your get SEC 13, schedule. You get 13 wins in SEC play, you're in the NCAA tournament. I promise you. Do you think we're capable of 13 wins right now? Yes. No. I don't, yeah. I don't feel that way. Y'all are depressing. Y'all are negative-ass fans. I, I just don't see – the way they're playing right now, I just don't see All them right. winning 13 games. All right. Let's go, let's, go, let's go through it. Let's go through it. Kentucky. Three game series against Kentucky. What's we'll take two out of three. Two out of three. All right, so that's two. Three well, game series against three game two, series two. against Vanderbilt. Wow, we couldn't sweep you on Monroe. We ain't sweeping Kentucky. I mean, it could, right. but three game three they game could've. series against Vanderbilt. Where? It's in uh, Starkville. We we might can get one of those. I say two out of three. You think we're going to win that series? Yes. Jesse's at one. All right. You've got a three-game series against South Carolina in Starkville. You can get two out of three there, too. You're yes. at home. Honestly, I think you win one out of the two weekends between South Carolina and Vanderbilt. All right. Well, I'll give you the South Carolina weekend. God, All right. You've got a three-game series against Alabama in Tuscaloosa. 
it doesn't get any easier. Go ahead. What y'all got? Uh, I'll I, I'll say just just to please lounge. I'll say two. Two. There you go. Two out of three. I don't think that's gonna happen. Lounge is gonna take two out of three. I know. Lounge has got us winning all but the Vanderbilt series so far. No, I said we beat. No, he's, no, he said he's no, he's got us winning every series so far. Two out of three. Oh, okay. You said two out of three but, for Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's yeah. at home. I like our ch- and Vanderbilt's not that good. Lounge, you're fucking smoking crack, dude. I, I'm up to five wins through four weeks. That's that's giving us some credit. No, Y'all Jesse, are, you're you're at, you're at, you're at seven. All right, three game series against Ole Miss and Starkville. The defending national champions. Seven years in a row, give me I'm giving us two in that one, baby. I'm giving us two in that one. Two for Lance, two for Jesse. All right, three-game series against Auburn in Auburn. That could be where I see. I feel like that'll be the series where we should go in and win a game or two, but we get swept. So you're going to say zero on that. I I, I say one out of three. Lance is saying one. All right. Three game series against Tennessee in Knoxville. Swept. Lounge. One out of three. One. All right. Three game series against Arkansas in Starkville. One. I say two. Three game series against LSU in Baton Rouge. I already know what I'm Zero. right. Lounge. Give me one. One. All right. And finishing the season with AM in Starkville. Two. You are. I don't want to, but I'm going to say one. All right. So, Jesse, you've got one, two. All right. So, two, three, five, seven, nine, 11. Jesse's got 11 games. Lounge has got us I don't even think you counted them right because I don't think I had 11. Lounge has got us basically winning the SEC. Two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 15, 16. Wait, hang on. Two, four, six, eight, 10. That's hard. 12, 15, 16, 17, 18. Lounge has got us winning 18 SEC games. Lounge. I, dude, dude, I swear, I don't of, think I have 11, Josh. I think mine's in like nine or 10. I've what, got us getting swept four times. What kind of crack did you smoke in Las Vegas? We are not winning 18 SEC games. Look at that stupid shit-eating grin on his face. I wish we had video. He just realized how ridiculous he sounds. I wish we had video for this moment right now. Y'all are going to look like idiots when I'm more accurate than y'all are. You look like an idiot right now. Look, Lounge, I hope you are right. I hope you are right. You said it first. I hope that they get it together this weekend against Lipscomb. And then they come out and just beat the brakes off Kentucky. I hope they win every game they play this year. Listen, we are not winning eighteen fucking SEC games this season. I said, I said, stack up. You really, I mean, I can see us like those first four series. You get into see two, four, six, eight, see. Now you beat eight and four. You beat eight and four the first four. Like I said, you get two out of three against Ole Miss. You're at ten right there. <laughs> Lounge, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe they will. I don't know. I, I, I genuinely don't know. I hope, I hope that you're right, and I hope that they do. 
win 18 games. Or maybe Alabama Power needs to drug test lounge. I mean, that's <laughs> oh. you didn't realize as we were going through that, you didn't realize what you what we what you were doing until we got to the very end. And then we were like, oh holy shit. <laughs> Man, I, I mean, I I I just I mean our team, in my opinion, is too good to be swept. Like I mean, Tennessee has has some flaws. I mean, LSU, LSU, yeah, you could say we could get swept, but for some odd reason, I feel like we get one out of there. Josh, but, and uh, I just counted up my wins. You did miscount. It was nine. I had us at nine and twenty-one in the conference. Did I? Two, four, six. Eight. What a what a fan! No wait, no. What did you have us getting swept by Vanderbilt? No, I had us winning one against Vanderbilt and South Carolina. We're going to go one and five those two weekends. See, that's your problem right there. I don't know which weekend we're going to win. We're going to get lucky, um, but I said I put two Jesus down for you for South Jesse. Carolina. So that's God. one. Of you like acting like we're the gosh damn bad news bears or something. I don't know. The way pitching's been lately, we've been closer to the Durham Bulls. He hit, he hit the bull. Did you see that? Oh, I, don't I don't know, know where it's going to go. I don't know what the hell you'd call us with all these fucking errors we're, get, we're committing. That'd be the bad news bears. Uh, yeah, I guess. No, what was the uh, major league? That'd be the Cleveland Indians yep. from major league where yep. they couldn't field shit. You know what we need? We need some angels in the outfield. Oh yeah! Oh, down. <clears throat> you know what we need? All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I kind of predict. No. I, I, I mean, beginning year, I said sixteen. 17 wins. So, I mean, say that they just don't figure it out defensively, figure it out the pitch and stuff in the next, what, couple weeks. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Like you said, the talent's there. The talent is there, and they can do it. It's not out of the realm of possibility. You're right, Lounge. No. You're right. Not out of the realm of possibility. I win the lottery and ain't got to can work no more either. But I mean, here we are. So the talent I'm, is I, there, though, Lounge, and we're going to talk about that talent. I'm going to say that's y'all we got. Space, y'all there are saying the size of a mustard seed. There are there. I mean, hey, the talents on this team. There are some dudes on this team, but only one dude can be the dude of the week, and that's what we're going to figure out now. We're going to go into our next segment. We call it the Dude of the Week. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh, that or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. All right. It's time for the Dude of the Week Lounge. Who is your Dude of the Week? It's Mr. Lane Forsyth. The comeback kid himself. Don't call it a comeback. I'm about to say for the folks slandering him after one weekend. 
They just need to just shut the hell up. I'm about to say. So just I knew he'd get it going because I seen him in preseason hit the baseball. I mean, what he's batting what two ninety, two eighty something right now? Uh Forsyth is batting two eighty nine right now. So yeah. Uh, it was only a matter of time. We just had to get it going. I mean, one week he doesn't define. Everybody's worried about, oh, he, he, he's an automatic girl. Just, just don't even say anything because I know you didn't watch preseason. You, you don't really watch baseball at all. That's also might be my area of grief. Is to just shut them. Freaking blank up. I hate our casual baseball fans. <laughs> oh, man. Morons. Shut the flipping blank up. Uh, I'm trying to keep it. And then he drops the F-bomb right afterwards. And then right afterwards. We'll just, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, the shit sale. I might as well just let it loose. Jesse, who's your dude of the week? Um, so, my dude of the week is not on the baseball team. For obvious reasons, this is two. This is two weeks in a row we've done this. But go ahead. Yeah, I know. I'm just going until the baseball team gives me something to give them a dude of the week. I'm going to Lou Smith, baby. Nice. All SEC honors. The Bailey Howell Award winner this week. Big week for him. It's nice to see Mississippi State have a uh, have an All SEC basketball player again. Finally, did Qu- did Quindary Weatherspoon didn't make the all, did he make the All SEC team? I don't think so. Or were our teams just so shit while he was I here, we didn't have a look, chance? But to. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe not. He won the Bailey Howell Award, but well, my uh, my dude of the week is not from the basketball team. My dude of the week is Mister Nate Dom. Dominating. Five innings pitched, six strikeouts, one walk. That's what you like to see. And what a name. Dom. Nate Dom. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if it's Dom or Dome, but either either way works. You know what I'm I'm saying? I'm sure it's Dom. He sounds like a 40-year-old man who's getting ready to uh, play in the the uh Players Championship this weekend, dude. That is a golf name if I've ever heard. Oh of yeah, that. absolutely. I gotta, I gotta bring something up before we get into basketball, which we're gonna talk about here in a second. We were listening uh, to the game last night, and during the broadcast, <laughs> God bless him. During the broadcast, they were bringing in uh, a pitcher. One, um, shit, man. They were they were bringing in a pitcher uh, later in the game. Valpo was. And uh, he apparently didn't have good stats. And Coach Polk on the broadcast goes, yeah, he's throwing, throwing 80, 85 miles an hour. Not very impressive. He's probably a great kid, really good in class, but not very impressive on the baseball field. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm like, Polk for dude of the week. <laughs> Coach, why don't you tell us how you really feel? He calls it like he sees it. Man, I about oh. died. Lounge, quit rolling your damn eyes. 
No, Lounge, Ron Polk isn't the dude of the week. Ron Polk is just the dude, period, full stop. Hey, there you go. Ron Polk's dude of the week. What if we get him to sign off on that? Probably that not. would be so awesome. I'll bring him a bring him a case of cigars. Tell him to bring us. Can you tell believe me. it's been a year since we went and toured his house, Josh? I saw. I looked at the pictures the other day. Man, tell him to bring some. Bring us some sponsors too. Uh, again, to our to our tens and tens of listeners, Lounge has over six thousand Twitter followers. Over so, eight thousand. Uh, over eight thousand. Oh, push it. Um, about 40 from nine. So if you would like to, uh, contribute to the prisoners of the moment beer fund, uh, I like Miller light. Jesse drinks Mick ultra and lounge no, Bush light. Oh, I'm sorry. Bush light. He's, he's gone full clay County, back. full clay County white trash. Um, look, Jesse's got a kid now. So times is hard. Then Mick ultras. It's hard to hard to throw down the, 12 pack of Mick Ultra is 16 bucks. And a 30 pack of Bush Light is 20 bucks. They get 18 more beers for four dollars. Yeah. That's economics right there, baby. It's all lounge. Also, um Have you lounge, seen inflation? Likes, lounge likes any beer that is not previously opened and some that are. So that is actually pretty damn accurate. Hey, I say it all the time. My favorite beer well, no, is free, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. immediately followed cold. by cold. That's that's cold. that's it. My favorite beer is free, immediately followed by cold. So there you go. All right, now that we've <laughs> now that we've gone off that rabbit trail, let's talk about basketball. Uh, kind of a, I feel like I feel like we're just on repeat here. Kind of a mixed bag at the end of the season there for Mississippi State uh, men's basketball. Uh, Beat Texas A&M, beat South Carolina, lose to Vandy. So, the way things have worked out, uh, everything that I've heard seems like Mississippi State is firmly on the bubble. And depending on how things go in the SEC tournament, first game is tomorrow at noon against Florida. So, depending on how things go in the tournament, you could go one way or the other. You could end up, uh, I guess, maybe you go to the NIT, or you could uh, end up in the dance. So, we're hoping we're hoping for the latter. Either way, I heard this morning that they named uh, SEC co-coaches of the year, and neither one of them was named Chris Jans, which absolutely floored me. I, I was a little upset, but he didn't get any rec- – just even a little recognition. Well, who, who was it again? Uh, I think it was Alabama and Vanderbilt's coaches. I know Vandy's coach was one of them. Uh, and A&M's coach. A&M's coach. Okay, A&M and Vandy. That's warranted. I mean, if we don't go one and six, one and seven. A&M's coach definitely deserved it. A&M, they had a hell of a season. Yeah, but, I mean, I I get it. I mean, it's – I don't know. I feel like like there was as good of a case to be made for Chris Jans as anyone, though. 
Probably well, win. you don't start one and six or one and seven in the league. No, I mean you're right. And that that shit right there is the exact same stuff we've talked we talked about with baseball. These slow starts kill you. That's the reason you're on the bubble right now. I still think we're in the tournament, though. If we beat Florida, I definitely think we're in. But I still think we're in right now. We've got enough. We've got enough uh, quad one wins. I, I think. I think we're in. And we don't have any just terrible, terrible losses. No, I mean you're. No, uh, I mean worst loss. Maybe maybe the quad two. Drake's is a quad two. I think now. Um, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia was a bad loss. I think. Yeah, Georgia was a bad loss. Yeah, that's right. Mizzou. I mean, we split with them. They're good. Yeah, that's fine. We and we swept all the. We we beat the teams we were supposed to beat. We beat yeah. Florida was we should have won that game. Only lost by two. You know, we lost to uh Bama, Tennessee, Auburn. Play with Mizzou. Yeah, that well, was had your chances against Mizzou. Kentucky. That Kentucky that Kentucky game went exactly the way historically yep. almost every other Kentucky Always game has gone. Yeah. Yep. That now that Auburn game still kind of haunts me. Like, if you just don't go 0 for 18 from three. Oh, my God. And just keep throwing it up there. Just like, good gosh, guys. <sighs> just but toss it, since, toss since it up there. The last, since we had the last podcast, I mean, we did have that big win against A&M um, and, you know, barely squeaked by South Carolina. And then that, that, we really needed one of the Vandy or Missouri games. Um, but yeah. I mean, you really, I mean, in, in the Missouri game, that was one that was just, I mean, that was, I mean, 66 64, that was down to the very end. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's crazy if you look at our, if, if you look at our uh, losses this year. So the first time we played Bama, we lost by uh, 11. We got blown out by Tennessee the first time we played them. Uh, we lost to Georgia by eight, ugly loss. We lost to Auburn by six. We lost to Tennessee again by 11. Lost to Florida by two. Bama by three. And then didn't lose again until Kentucky by three. And then Missouri by two. And then Vandy by five. I mean, we didn't get blown out in any game except that first Tennessee game. Yeah. Well, and you hope that that, you know, like you talk about getting hot at the right time of the season, you hope that that carries over and that that's what's happening. Yep. So, yeah, they've been fun to watch this year. I've really enjoyed watching them. I, I'm going to tell you, I, every game I have watched, I mean, I, I like – I mean, granted, you know, I, I don't really care. I mean, I don't want to watch blowouts, you know. Nobody does. I mean, you know, you want them to, you want them to win, but – even in the games where we win, you know, for the most part convincingly, this t- that that basketball team is so damn fun to watch because they are so freaking scrappy the whole time. Oh yeah, they never slow up. Yeah, I absolutely love just the 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 mentality and how scrappy they are, how they play defense. 
Their defense, They're, dude. I, I I actually enjoy watching them play defense more than I do when we have the ball. Because I mean, well, that's not yeah, they're, they're better at it. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's so much fun to watch them because they're all over the floor. They're, I mean, reaching in, getting takeaways. It's they're they're really really fun to watch. Yep, man. Hey, so, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, we just got an hour ago a uh, football commit. Oh yeah, a four star quarterback from Baker High School out of Alabama. Do tell. He passed up offers from Arkansas, Ole Miss, A and M, and Alabama. Damn. Now he's just committed. He's not signed. Oh yeah, you know that's still that's pretty good. It is. Uh, he, is he is coming out of high school or going into his senior year. <laughs> he is six foot three, two hundred and ten pounds as a junior right now. Damn! Imagine how big he'd be when he gets on a, a diet and weightlifting. At <laughs> They be like damn Chris Ralph back there. No kidding. Hopefully a little quicker, but <clears throat> hey, I got maybe a little more accurate. But I got yeah, I, arm talent. Look, I will give you that arm talent. Room for improvement. I will give Chris Ralph if nothing else. I will give Chris Ralph this. I don't know that he ever rushed the ball for a loss. Oh no. No, because uh, that some bitch every time he went down, he fell forward. He was going to get at least one yard. Yep. So. Two star out of Montgomery, Alabama. There you go. And he'll always be remembered at Mississippi State. Oh yeah. Never forget he threw, he won in Gainesville, Florida, throwing thirty two yards. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is true, man. Hey, what do y'all think? Is, is the uh, is the women's team going to make the tournament? They are. They are? I'm about to say, to be honest with you, I think they're safer than the men. Really? Yeah. And they got they sure as hell got knocked out. Which in the makes first no round sense because it feels the like the men have more quality wins than the women. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just looking back at the women's schedule now. I don't think they have a big Tennessee. Yeah, but Tennessee's not ranked. And we beat them by we beat them by one. I don't think they have a single ranked win this season. Well, because they knocked Tennessee out of the rankings. Because they were ranked when they beat them. Like 25th or something, but whatever. Man, right it, just, it would it would be awesome if both of the, the men's and women's basketball teams made it back to the NCAA tournament in the same year after the dumpster fire that has become of it in the last few years. Well, I must say, I think I think we can safely say that our two basketball coaches we're the right people for the job. It's looking like right, it right yeah, now. Absolutely. We'll we'll 
we'll see what happens. We, you know, right now we we we're kind of we're kind of you know doing all right in basketball. We'll we'll see what happens. I'm the women finished the women finished sixth in the conference this year. Yeah, that's I mean. Just and just year one of, of Sam Michelle, that is saying something. I had to get uh had to get women's basketball on here because it is International Women's Day to uh so happy International Women's Day to any and all of our female listeners out there. Um, all uh, all one of you or two, maybe. I'm sorry, we finished the women finished uh women finished tied for fifth with Alabama. Hey well, uh well, then they had the tie – State has a tiebreaker. Yeah, it looked like they only played them once, so. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of International Women's Day, it's time for the last segment of the show. It's where we get to talk about all of our problems. We call uh, it the airing of grievances. What a lead-in uh, is that? <laughs> Welcome, newcomers. <laughs> the tradition of Festivus begins – with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Uh, all right. It is time for the airing of grievances. We got problems, and y'all are going to hear about them. Lounge dog. I kind of feel like I know what you're going to say, but uh, who do you have a problem well, with this week? Well, I'll consider this my second airing of grievances. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I see you there, sparking jackass. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, listen. Just the... <laughs> let Jesse let Jesse catch his breath for a second. <laughs> uh, Lounge, I don't know what you're I don't even know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. The casuals. AKA Jesse Young. <laughs> How the hell am I a casual? Cause you know how fucking you know how fucking baseball works. Absolutely, I absolutely know. They use so you're just gonna assume we're only winning nine games this year. You're gonna assume we're gonna win eighteen. Probably. Well, I'm gonna. What you said, Lounge? We went through the schedule. That's what you said. Eighteen, eighteen, still a real good possibility. Oh my god! So you think eighteen is more of a possibility than nine? Yeah, because well, verse we're not oh, to play to the pitching. Boy, the damn receipts are going to be on Spotify and Apple Music. Oh my gosh! Well, you can't put them on Twitter, so or you can't put them in print. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna put them in print, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna cite this podcast March eighth, twenty twenty three. And then I'm going to tag you in it so all 9,000 of your followers see it. And I'll just say I was hacked. That was- I'll just tell them to go listen to the podcast. Well, they don't 
Well, how do you connect a voice to a Twitter account? No, you do like eight work. podcasts and, and freaking uh, Twitter spaces all the time. Well, they know what different. you sound like, Lounge. Well, they, they well, know they what you two, sound like. Well, they could be two people. One person does the Twitter. The other person does the podcast. Oh, God. You're grasping for straws now. Well, I've been grasping for straws for years. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I got hosed out of my own Twitter tournament earlier you know, today. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I I'm laughed glad, out loud when I saw that. I'm glad you brought that up, Lounge. I'm glad you brought that up. Jesse, you're going to go last today. Because my airing of grievances is the fact that our own fucking co-host didn't put us our... <laughs> actual podcast Twitter in his bracket. Listen, y'all don't tweet about it. I tweet all the time off of this thing. I never see your tweets. Not only do I tweet all the time off of it, but I retweet your shit to share your stuff. Never see it. So, my... I can't really say that I blame him. Listen, listen, listen. We only have 201 followers as a podcast, so I don't know if we can be put in the field of top Mississippi State podcast. Whose fault is that, Jesse? Oh, it's Lounge's fault, 100%. 100%. Listen, you are the first first group of co-hosts that have shaved me on this tournament. That's like 120-something more followers than my personal account has. I have 562 followers on Twitter. Yes, Vetlana and uh, <laughs> most of them are bots. And actually, Ivanka I just got and, uh, called Eleanor Condra. I'm pretty sure she's not a human. Um, I, but, so, do I, hey, but she follows noted, me. So, it duly noted, I will, I will remember this for next year's tournament, in which I will not put myself in. I will be completely unbiased. And yeah, we'll be hey, in the tournament. With the embarrassment of getting knocked out of your own damn tournament again. That's why you're not going to put. I did. Get, I did. I did get knocked out. We found tampering from that guy sipping for Ole Miss fans to up his votes. You know. Plus, I, I'm going to have to go through this and see all the people that you put in here and see how many Twitter followers they actually have. Wow. <laughs> I mean, just. Well, you put yourself as a five seed, too. Staying humble. He's 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 a very humble man. You put crystal uh, method. Well, I guess that's fair. Okay. Left field right, was a two seed. I, I can't, I yeah, the Twitter I can't account really cancel lounge dog. <laughs> that's uh that's actually my burner account. Oh, well, it, well, it was canceled Robin Fault now that I've claimed that that t- thrown from that account. Uh, <laughs> he moved his he moved his target now. But uh, man. It, Twitter won't cancel me no more. So Jesse. y'all be y'all be in the tournament next year, okay? Hey, I will I will say, Lounge, that video you retweeted earlier of Arkansas baseball. 
Oh, I've watched. I'm not kidding. I've watched oh, that thing my. like 20 times. Oh man, it was so good. I, and I didn't even see it first. A buddy at work, who's an Ole Miss fan, by the way, came in my office. He said, "Did you see what Lounge tweeted?" And I said, "No." And he showed it to me. He's like, "That is one of the greatest fucking things I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> I'm glad your old Miss buddy keeps up with my tweets. And I, I said, uh, I said, I can't believe he was even technologically advanced enough to make that. He has enough trouble get has enough trouble getting in the Zoom call. So it's a it's a work in progress, Josh. Work in progress. And he did say in our group the other night that he doesn't host the meetings because he doesn't have all that technology. That is, I believe, exactly what he said. Yeah, so. But to say, man, I just got off a flip phone like four years ago. Stop it. You're 35 followers from uh, from 9,000. Mm. who is your about- airing of grievances this week, Jesse Young? <laughs> All right, I'm just going to keep this short and sweet before we run out of time on Zoom and, uh, and Twitter. I'm and I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, oh, oh man, mine is a uh, slate offered. Um, two thirty four batting average, seven sixty fielding percentage. That's I, I don't even have to say anything else. That says it all. Gross. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> your fielding percentage and your batting average combined don't even equal a thousand. Equal a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, this, this, our, our viewership is about to go down why well to what <laughs> listen fuck, dude, you I, can't I, go I, much farther down <laughs> listen I'm doing my best here trying to promote this podcast uh, on social media okay lounge sure. look I'm gonna I mean, throw I'm it. sorry. I gotta carry the weight of getting the word out. I'm gonna throw it back to uh, to episode one for y'all, and uh, I'm gonna give y'all exactly what I gave you that time, which is when I said, "Piss on them." Piss oh, I know where the fish. Oh yeah. All right, y'all got anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, I just need Jesse Young to be a little more positive about the baseball team. Now, well, good luck with that. Oh my God. When our starting third baseman, when you combine his batting average and oh, they don't equal a thousand, that's a fucking problem. Oh, man. <laughs> Go to bed, old man. All right, this is probably our longest episode yet. So I'm gonna go dream about <laughs> June 30th, 2021. Right on, brother. The right old on. glory days—they're long gone. Glory days. <sighs> now I'm just trying to piss lounge off. Yep. <laughs> As I said, oh man, the, well, our the best coach in the state's baseball program history is gonna get it turned around real quick, and. Like, like these past Ron couple Polk is on the damn radio now. He's retired from yeah. coaching. He ain't coming back. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, I'm not going to go full detail because otherwise people are going to be pissing me that I slandered Ron Polk too much. You already have. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you put some, you put some damn respect on that man's name. 
put some respect on it. Who? Who? Let's say it's Augie and Skip, and then everybody else. All right, we're not getting into this tonight. We can't. I don't. I don't. I don't have the time for it. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, thanks, y'all, for uh, Lounge Dog and Jesse Young. This is Josh Watson. You've been listening to the Prisoners of the Moment podcast. We will see you next time. Gang, gang. <laughs>